on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the studio today with uh, communication specialist at UA Rec, Chelsea Skinner, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. But Mark, Andrew, how are you guys today? Doing good. It's been a pretty good week so far, you know. Hopefully it gets better <laughs> with the uh, Bama and Ole Miss today. Yeah, we're closer to another game of football, which we're excited about. Um, the overall week has been tough. I struggled last week in my picks, big time. I had it, I went from first to last. Real yeah, quick. that was your worst week yet. Kentucky, the, the yeah. Wildcats got me. There were a few teams. I don't know what I was thinking last week. <laughs> I'm no. not going to lie. I was rooting for your downfall, just actively rooting. I'm, I'm sure you were. <laughs> I don't want to be last. Uh, I walk in here every week, and I feel like the color commentator, but this week I walked in, and Andrew and Mark are both wearing, like, Columbia blue. Yeah, it's like a UNC blue, a Colombian blue, and I always feel very left out. Chelsea and I, we, we did not get the catalog memo, but it's entertaining nonetheless. Andrew's, Andrew is wearing a, well, a shirt with the I'm, A on it, the script A, so I feel right. like we're back in a, normal so land as he's opposed got that to... Going. Yeah, we were a little worried when Andrew showed up a couple weeks ago without an A. Yeah. Um, yeah. An a. You it's okay. Do. I'm back. No, and last week, he was it. just dressed in full gator paraphernalia. That's, That's not true. true. That, was, for yeah. you. that yeah. was tough. I'm going to be honest. That was one of the tougher games I've ever watched. Tennessee, you know, you knew they were going to lose, but you kind of expect them to, I don't know, make at least make a game of it in, in the first half. Or, and it just, it was, it was bad from the start. Yeah. Speaking of Tennessee, uh, I feel like I've done my due diligence as an Alabama fan and alumna this week because my students in my class yesterday uh, did not know who Terrence Cody was and what Rocky oh, no. Block was. No, and I was no. I was using it as a headline writing example I won't go into, but I said, wait, what? Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Nobody raised their hand. And so I spent time to show them the play, a little Good. bit of the game. I'm Good. like, y'all, you're getting a football education today. I think we also talked architecture in that class, and it's a journalism class. <laughs> but I feel like I did my... Uh, Bama duty and t teaching them what that was. If you don't know what Rocky Block is, students, go look it up right now. Just go over to YouTube, watch the play. It'll make you jump up and down and cheer in your living room. I don't yeah. know what a Rocky Block is. Well, it's, yeah, it's, we it would have, you know, the Rocky Block would have changed Tennessee. Kiffin might still be there had they won that game. I mean, yeah. that one block, actually, there were two block kicks. Yes. This was the second there block was. kick, mm -hmm. which uh, Tennessee was going to, uh, uh, that would have been a tremendous upset. And uh, Bama blocks, uh, Terrence Cody blocks blocks the kick, uh, then throws his helmet off. All the Tennessee fans claimed he <laughs> needed a penalty and all that for taking his helmet off. I'm like, well, Bama still would the kick would it would have been a dead ball foul. Yeah. Bama still would have won the game. So, sure. but that would have changed history probably because uh, Tennessee went pretty far downhill fast. Mm -hmm. You know, it was as one of my. My greatest moments is to watch that uh, watch that video and see Lane Kiffin's face at the end of the game. <laughs> Just right. and then he and Saban meet at midfield and chat. It's fun, you guys. Go watch it if you haven't. I, I feel like now I'm on this crusade. Now that I know Chelsea doesn't, I'm teaching the younger generation the things they need to know about Alabama That's football. Right. Well, Chelsea's an Ole Miss grad, so she's not required to know Excellent. that. But UA grads are, are absolutely required to know that. You should job. not be able to graduate here that, without knowing that. It should be a question on a fine 
final exam before graduation, don't you think? I yeah, mean, maybe I'll make that a bonus question on our next quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, from Ole Miss, that's okay. You're, you're allowed not to know that, Chelsea. So. Thank you. I appreciate the pass. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Because uh, I don't know. Uh, I know some Ole Miss history. We're going to find out a whole lot more here as the show goes on. But a uh, little, little Ole Miss history. But, uh, you know, Alabama and Ole Miss have a, have a – this has been a good series over the years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had a lot of give and take and – Recently, a lot more take in the old uh, Alabama's favor, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably going to continue that theme this year. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm just so excited about game day. I love game day. It's yeah. it's the best. It's you know I love for these fall Saturdays football. It's so exciting. Although I do have a, a beef to pick. Uh, I'm mixing metaphors because I did it the first week, and I thought I'd just keep going with that beef to pick. <laughs> um, Taco Casa. Love you guys. By the way, Taco Casa is awesome. Love the Taco um, Burger. I think it's a very Tuscaloosa. Good. You know what? Quick sidebar, even after I was a vegetarian, the last thing, the last holdout was the taco bird. Mm -hmm. I ate that for like a year, even after I ate no more meat. Um, They did not, as far as I can tell, and I drive by there every day, do a countdown this year for Alabama football, and I was devastated. Every day Mm. I sat at that red light, I had my camera ready, I wanted to take a picture of that countdown. And to their credit, they did give a shout out to all the high school teams on their, it's rotating on the board, so good for them. Like, that's that's great. But I was just like disappointed. That's one of the things I look forward to is the taco a countdown clock in all yeah. the football. It's a very Tuscaloosa thing, I know. Well, they need to get with that program. Right? That is the most yeah. Tuscaloosa thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It really is. I, I had a, a guest in town, and I was like, you know, people love Taco Casa if you're from Tuscaloosa. Right. There's that caveat. You, if, if you're from Tuscaloosa. It's, yeah, um, yeah. Talking about the, the, the game today and the atmosphere, I'm so excited. I say this every year. I think this is the third year I've been on the show. Um, it's the first SEC game. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Ole Miss isn't that strong of an opponent, it's still very, very excited for someone to come in here that is a league opponent, that right. is a SEC West opponent. Um, and, you know, like it, the season really, really starts today. The – the um, I guess the the the, t- the SEC title run starts uh, this afternoon, so it's it's just very very exciting, and it, uh, campus always ramps up just a little bit extra um, yeah. mm-hmm. on on those SEC game weekends, and uh, we really felt it the you know Thursday and Friday, and then definitely today campus is buzzing. So yeah, it's true, and you know Ole Miss. I mean, uh, they're yeah they're not playing that well right now, but uh, but the history between Bama and Ole Miss is a good one. I don't hate Ole Miss like I do a couple of teams, uh, especially teams that wear orange but I uh, and blue might as well add that too that's, that's <laughs> right you know, we can wear blue in here but it's the combination of that orange and blue that give it a bit of a problem right uh, but yeah. no, Ole Miss, you know, Bama and Ole Miss have a, uh, I wouldn't call it totally friendly, but, but you know, certainly a respectful relationship in terms of the, their football history. Uh, so that makes it a little more special, too. And I still remember when Ole Miss won two in a row here not too long ago yeah. uh, when Hugh Freeze was coaching over there. So. I was there for that. I was uh, in my undergrad. That's actually when I was at Ole Miss. So I got good Ole Miss football, and as soon as I left, it went downhill. So yeah. I yeah. like to think I'm that they need me. It was you. You need to go yeah. back. No, I don't will, go back. We like you here. I will <laughs> I never forget that night game here when uh, – what was the quarterback's Chad name? Chad Kelly. Yeah, that, the crazy throws. Like one bounced off the, a uh, helmet and, or like was luck. it a I was watching. Luck. I was watching the highlights before we came in here. He was about to get sacked, launched it up, and those that were there remember every second of it. Which <laughs> launched up, hit off a Bama player's helmet uh, or an Ole Miss player's helmet and then popped right into an Ole Miss player that yeah. had just a wide open lane to the well, end zone. Well, what I remember from earlier – 
that day. We had in here Jackie Sherrill, former Bama player and a former Mississippi State coach, and we had Steve Bowman, who's a former Bama running back uh, back in the 60s. We had him on Skybox, and Jackie Sherrill, who's a, you know an old coach, uh, said Ole Miss can win this game. You know, he said that afternoon, and, I, and none of us were picking Ole Miss. Right, and we didn't. Especially, but, you know, after, I'll never forget he he picked it right. Especially you know? after Alabama had lost the year before, and yeah. you're like, there's no way Alabama has a letdown again. They could do it, two yeah. years in a row, but they did. Especially yeah. at home, that's one of the big shockers. But right. Yeah. Unfortunately for me as an Ole Miss fan, that won't be happening again this year at all. But <laughs> I do think uh, Saban usually doesn't like to blow out teams entirely. Right. So we'll be able uh, to see probably to his brother play maybe in the third quarter or something like that and get a broader look at the Alabama team. But who knows? Yeah, we probably will see. Uh, you know, if it goes to Bama's plan, they'll, we'll see. Uh, uh, Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones playing quite a bit, and uh, Tallulah playing. So. Maybe we'll see the students day for four. You know, yeah, like that's will. and and with the new cooling stations and those things, I think that'll help a lot with the the heat factor. I hope so. Um, yeah. Which is good. We need that desperately. I noticed Coach Saban's talking a little differently. You know, he was saying he understands this. Sure. And, you know. <laughs> so we'll see. But that he understands the heat. And they and Bama, the university itself or the athletic department has been complaining, I know, a little bit about all these day games. Uh, I actually like day games, but the heat is a huge problem. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's why I think it was last week I was saying I like I like a good mor- late morning game. Um, I don't mind those 11 o'clock games. Everybody else hates them, but I'm good. Uh, or night games. Yeah, like yeah. Andrew's the fan of the night game. I do love a good that. night game. It's about the food. Night game's just so late. It, it depends on if they start at 6 o'clock or something, that's okay. But, you know, we've had games starting here at 8 o'clock, and it's just so late, I mean, getting out of there. Right. Um, the Ole Miss game the, that we were just talking about where the crazy play, that game was an 8 p.m. start. It was. It which was late, is a ridiculously yeah. late time yeah. uh, for Central Time Zone. So, yeah. absolutely interesting. But, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there's another game I think the time is going to factor in, but we'll get to that later. Um, Right now we're going to take a quick break, but you are listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Sarah Patterson, and you're listening to The Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We have Chelsea Skinner, uh, communications specialist for UREC in the house today. Chelsea, welcome. Thank you for having me, dear. We're, we're very excited to have you. Chelsea is one of my coworkers. Uh, she does great work for UREC, and so we're really excited to have her in the studio. We thought it'd be fun to bring in an Ole Miss grad and, uh, you know, torment them and make fun of them today. So that's why we brought you in. I was the only Ole Miss grad uh, willing to experience heartbreak two yeah. times yeah. a week. So well, we do. Two times in a day. Yeah, we do right. get into coming on here. Hey, come on radio. Sure, whatever. And now we're going to make fun of you. So, right. um, no, but seriously, Chelsea, uh, tell us about what's going on with UREC. Tell us about uh, what's going on um, across campus and what, what, we're, what we're excited about. Yeah, so as you said, uh, I'm the communication specialist over at UREC. So what I generally do is I promote all of our programs, uh, which is one of the reasons I'm here. Uh, right now, we're trying to do a lot of mix-ups and create new programs that students have been requesting. Um, so we're doing a lot of new uh 
functional training classes. Morning Meltdown is the big one we're doing uh, that's available for anyone, students and faculty staff to do. Um, so we're really trying to broaden our options for students. We have the traditional things we've been doing every year. We've been doing well. We have flag football, We have, uh, which is going on right now. Uh, the season's in full swing. Uh, intramural volleyball registration's about to come up. Uh, that one's always a favorite. There's always a lot of students who take it as a class who then come along and take it with us. Um, and then we're, right now I'm working on a lot of our uh, customer appreciation stuff. So on Halloween, we always do this big push where we just give away free stuff, basically. Uh, there will be food, snacks, prize, giveaways. Um, we do that for faculty, staff, students in our building. Um, and so a lot of work, a lot of uh, programming, a lot of planning. Uh, I stay late, but uh, we got to do it for the students. So. I would tell you had us at free snacks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> May I and ask a quick question before Andrew follows yeah, up? Uh, what is morning meltdown? It sounds like my daily routine, but what is yeah. that? <laughs> I don't know what that it is. It feels that way sometimes, my doesn't ignorance. it? If I should know, I don't. I'm yeah, sorry. so it's a functional training class. Uh, what that means is, so a lot of times when you think of fitness, you think of like equipment and like going to a gym and uh, not everyone's, me particular, uh, likes to walk into a big building and push on machines. So what they have is they have stuff like sledgehammers and tires and Ooh. battle ropes and so it feels pretty cool like when you have yeah. a sledgehammer and you get to hit something with it. This is that kind of thing y'all. Yeah like. so <laughs> if you can imagine it's a little bit I'm just like imagining you <laughs> like a giant sledgehammer. It's yeah. <laughs> one way to deal with the morning meltdown and it is an earlier class um, so that way if you have actual class uh, afterwards, academic-wise, you can still make, um, I think it starts at 6 a.m. Yeah. I'm not sure. All that information is on our website. Um, all of our programs are running. You can always, um, anyone can go check it out. Um, our Facebook pages, we have, uh, we update those regularly um, at UA Recreation. That's where we post all of our stuff, all of our promotions for the different programs we're running for faculty, staff, and students. I can incorporate that into my morning routine. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. The, the thing about the functional training is UREC and in the fitness industry, we're always trying to stay up to date and stay, um, I guess, with the times. And functional training is definitely something that has been around for a while, but it's also proven that it's here to stay and that it, it, it shows results. And, and people, um, they get into it because they can build a community with it. And so that's one of the big things mm -hmm. that we're, we're doing within UREC to try to, you know, um, build community around those that want to do it and those that want to get in shape and, and live a healthier lifestyle. So it's, it's, it's very exciting stuff. I'm so glad I have you here with me, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the risk of asking a weird question, is there any axe throwing involved? No. We do not have... We need an extra waiver for that, <laughs> which right, yeah. probably would not improve. Um, the only reason I ask is because I keep seeing these kinds of places open, mm -hmm. always next to breweries. And I think to myself, that does not seem like the smartest yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's true. True. What can go wrong? <laughs> they just work. leave out what well, you're signing like, away you know, before you do it. In yeah. my defense, sledgehammers, axes. I mean, you know, same family. Uh, Both are fun family. to throw. So. I'm going to yeah. let Andrew get this interview yeah, back track now. Uh, <laughs> we've got more of the traditional stuff. Uh, axe throwing is not one of them, but maybe that's something we could do for fun. I don't know, man. Y'all might need a club team over there in this. We have we have over 30. We sledgehammer throwing. We do have a lot of club sports. 30 club sports. Yeah. There we go. So, Little yeah. known fact, for many years I was the volleyball club team advisor. Were you oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. That's great. Wow. I don't think anybody knows that about me. Well, now, now the whole world knows. You just threw it out there. 
sure. Club team, big fan of club yeah, team. We have right. our uh, ballroom club team right now is being uh, pretty active because uh, Hannah B, who graduated from Alabama, right. she's on Dancing with the Stars. So our club ballroom team has been doing a lot of shout outs to her and um, during their practices, and they are pretty competitive. Um, they go to all different levels and travel around competing uh, with ballroom dance. Everything wow. you would see on Dancing with the Stars is pretty much what they do. That's so. awesome. That is awesome. Wow, that's great. How many, how many, like if you have 30 of these clubs and how many people, how many students would that probably, that's a lot of students. It depends on the club. Um, So we have a student staff that helps manage um, club travel and paperwork to help process when clubs do that. But the students themselves, I know we have an esports team that just joined us as a club, esports being very big around the nation uh, right now. I believe there was something along the line of 200 members signed up on the roster. Just on that team? Um, As far as active members, I'm not sure, um, but there's the difference between who's on your roster and who actually competes. It is a fairly large uh, club sport team, but some other ones we have are smaller. Um, Boxing's got over 90 people in yeah, the club. So, I mean, there are, there are a lot of teams, uh, there are a lot of clubs with, with a lot of students. I didn't there. even know so we had so a boxing club. Yeah, it's well wow. over, it's it's thousands of students, it's well over thousands of students. I hear it's about really clubs every wow. once in a while. Like Mark just said, he didn't know we had boxing. I hear about yeah. clubs and that I didn't know we had. What do you guys think? think is the most and I don't want to you know throw shade at any club just like what do students not generally know about we talked about hockey in here before because people don't think hockey when they think Alabama but uh club team wise What's something? I mean, I think I don't know if there's ballroom one, is something I didn't know I, about. Yeah, I don't know if there's I mean, one specific club, but there are a few. Ballroom dancing is really big, like Chelsea mentioned. Esports is new. That's um, badminton club is very, very popular oh. um, and very active, which is it's just really it's for me it's it's fun because we get a lot of these students um, that are on these club teams maybe wouldn't come into the rec center without without the club team. So that's another sure. thing that we get excited about that they want to come in yeah. and participate in a, in a different way. Um, I'm trying to think there's I know there's table tennis there is bass fishing I mean there's like I said there's over 30 of them there's um, all sorts of clubs and um, we're really excited that these students want to participate in, in all these different kind of activities and sports and I know we say we have 30 but uh, with the university there are more clubs as well so we kind of sponsor and help out the sport clubs and that we help them uh, manage travel and stuff like that as a department we assist these clubs and they can be registered as a sport club uh, but like the source has so many more clubs available to students um, where all Alabama students can check out these clubs. We help a lot of the sport clubs and help them travel and competitively manage finances and stuff like that. Um, So when we say 30, that's not even scratching the surface of how many different clubs, unique clubs there are at the University of Alabama. So. That's awesome. That's tremendous. When I was in school, we played something that I cannot find anyone playing anymore. Like, I can't. Y'all are going to look. They're already, okay, you can't see this, but they're all looking at me like I'm crazy, and I haven't even said the thing. It was called volleyball. Are y'all familiar? We have volleyball. Yeah. Okay. We have a volleyball you. court. We have a Nobody volleyball court. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. I love volleyball. It's fun. I didn't know we still had a court. This makes me very happy. It is. I will say. I haven't is, played in years. It is tucked in the back of the facility. I love it. I will it. say. But, I'm very excited um, about this. Yeah. We, a couple of my coworkers and I, we played this summer a few times. It's very tiring and very fun. A bunch of, actually, Crimson White friends and I used to play every, like almost every day. Yeah, it's fun. And I I remember writing about the International Volleyball Federation back then or something, and I had no idea. But I've mentioned it a few times recently, and nobody knew what I was talking about. I feel validated. Now I can go back to my friends and be like, yes, this is a thing, and it still exists. Yeah, we've got 220,000 square feet at the rec center. We have plenty of room for more. If you don't know, volleyball is, um, well, it's like volleyball in a racquetball court, but use the walls uh, as well, which is 
both helpful and also slightly dangerous, just a little bit. Yeah, sure. So volleyball. Wow, that's a new. <laughs> Mark, what uh, did you make your way over to the rec center when you were? I'm guessing we uh, we might not have had the rec you center. You didn't have a rec center. center. I, did, I no. usually give you a hard well, time for being on, but that was not on purpose. That was not on purpose, Mark. Let's, let's, let's I'm really just, hoping we have the aquatic I'm gonna go get the Kleenex out, out so Mark can cry. Right. Let's just say that uh, I was in a lot better shape. Than there you go. He didn't need the rec center. I didn't need the rec center quite as much. we always give Mark a hard time. He was a editor, Crimson sports editor, Crimson White, and he used to interview Bear Bryant all the time, and, which is really cool, by the way. Yeah, and we we just we give him a hard time for being. Yeah, the, that was the way back then, way way in another in another life, another century, another. It literally was another century. God, <laughs> that's crazy, doesn't right. it? It does. I mean, it's not just but a figure of speech. It was another century. I'm right there with you, buddy. I understand. You know, that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Bryant was. Uh, that's interesting because Bryant, the access to Bryant was much easier, you know, for reporters than the access uh, to Coach Saban because it's just a different era and it's. You know, it's a different brand here now and all that. So, um, but uh, yeah, Still CW winners. had great access to Coach Bryant back then and interviewed him many times. Really and, cool. uh, My colleague, Chris Roberts, uh, Dr. Chris Roberts, tells the story, and we just should have him on sometime to tell about seeing Bear Bryant in his underwear. That's a doozy. Yeah. That's a really good story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drop that and walk away. I was going to say, I kind of have so something like that yourself. myself because there was a, you know, after practice, uh, and we got to stay for practice a lot longer. You know, the reporters get to stay for the very beginning of it now, and they have to leave. You know, mm-hmm. there were times when we could stay for the whole practice, and uh uh, but after practice, he would give a little brief thing, and it was much different than it is now. A lot of times, he'd just do it right there uh, with us out near the practice field. But uh, but he had a little. Once he went in, and I went in the wrong door in the dressing room, and there he was putting his pants back, you know, <laughs> changing pants. So it was kind of like that. I don't think it's quite what uh, Dr. <laughs> Roberts saw, perhaps, but. Uh, uh, but I do remember the voice just saying, uh, son, I'll be with you in just a minute. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> like, okay, thanks, coach. Uh, sorry, wrong door. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a different era, and maybe I guess the rules were uh, a little, uh, little less strict than they are now. But I think one thing's the same, and we won't, sorry to get off on this, but one, of the, one thing's the same, and that is Coach Bryant was a very famous person. I mean, he had, there just wasn't the internet, there wasn't all the media we have now, there wasn't ESPN, but there were a lot of reporters from the country that wanted to interview him, and uh, and on television and magazines and all sorts of things. Uh, of course, there were only there just different kind of famous the cable channels like now. Different kind of famous get, now, huh? We did get Turner's Channel yeah. while I was a student. It was one that it began here. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa was actually one of the first towns that got cable. In this I whole did not area. know that. Really, yeah. we got cable. Look at us grow. And, uh, you know, but uh, so TBS was one of the first channels we got on cable, and uh, it was a lot of uh, wrestling, wrestling, there and you, uh, you know, pro wrestling and uh, stuff like that. So it wasn't much on it, and uh, but it was a you know. Anyway, I digress. Sorry. No, we. I don't think anybody gets tired of hearing about Bear Bryant. Except maybe the Ole Miss fan <laughs> to my left, right? Hey, I can have yeah. respect for a great coach. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Ole Miss had back then, you know, they had great sure. coaches, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Vaught, people like that. They had they had a tremendous history over at Ole Miss of uh, really good coaches. So that was good. Uh, well, Chelsea, I think we're going to ask you to join us uh, in the next segment, too, if you don't mind, to go over some picks with us. But uh, tell us a little bit about your Ole Miss experience. How was it going to school there? You know, Ole Miss has a great literary history. It's got a great... 
uh, history just generally, but how was it as a student? Um, I loved it. So I'm not from the South originally at all. So it was my first experience uh, living in the South. It was my first experience in the SEC. Um, my sister went to Notre Dame. Uh, my parents went to Michigan. So it was very surprising. I decided to hop over to this conference um, and it gets a little tense around football time because <laughs> I'm always SEC first. Um, so that can get interesting. When I was there was when um, Notre Dame lost to Alabama very dramatically. Yep. Um, so that was a great year for me to just cheer on the SEC and make fun of my sister. Uh, but <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. The Grove is a wonderful experience if you have never been. Um, I also enjoy uh, here with the quad. It was It's something different, um, something I wasn't expecting where a lot of, in the north, a lot of tailgates, you're in a uh, parking lot or outside on asphalt and here we have grass and it's just completely different experience and as you said it's uh, a great uh, history of literature uh, when I was yeah. there uh, John Grisham had just come out with a new book um, and so I got to meet him and we did some book signings and I was a journalism student so I got to interview him and oh, cool. um, that was Sorry. really exciting and so it's a Great town. Oxford is a wonderful place. My parents actually retired there. Oh, that's um, great. They liked that's the. It was just Mississippi is significantly more affordable than uh, Washington D.C., where I went to high school. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was a real big change. And then I liked the SEC so much, I came to Alabama. So uh, uh, while a lot of my friends give me a hard time for the switchover in schools there, um, I really do think that uh, even though there's not necessarily a rivalry, there can be some uh, tension around football season. It's a very similar environment and very similar pace and the I really do feel like there's a sense of hospitality down here that uh, you don't get in some other parts of the country and um, everyone's very welcoming and just the culture and environment on football weekends can be something that once in a lifetime experience. That's great. great. Um, awesome Chelsea. Well thanks for sharing that. Thank you for talking about UREC. We will be back in the skybox here in a second. We'll get Chelsea's picks and uh, hopefully some of, some, of them, some of them will be fearless. I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7, The Capstone. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. Uh, well, gang, we got uh, we got some uh, games around the country today we got to look at and maybe uh, make some... Fearless picks, uh, Andrew. You mentioned that you were you didn't do too well last week. I think that probably just says you were the most fearless among us. But, I'm going to turn uh, it around this week. Yeah. All right. Well, let's yeah. let's. See. I've done my research this week, Mark. Oh, good. So you better good. watch out. Well, you know we don't allow intel. <laughs> uh, you're right. He says yeah. he's done his research, but he still comes in here flying by the seat of his pants, yeah. circling we them as we go. That's when, right. yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we begin here at 11 o'clock here in just a little while with. Uh, Texas Tech at Oklahoma, and uh, all right, who you all got? Um, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, it's Oklahoma's going to win this game. Um, that offense is just stout. Jalen's a Heisman uh, front runner at this point in my mind, and uh, Texas Tech just can't compete. Yeah, I'm going with Jalen. Chelsea and I were just talking about that just a minute ago. I'm just going to go with Jalen again. I'm going to say it. I'm going to stay with the SEC, and even though Jalen's not in it anymore, I'm going with Oklahoma. Yep. 
I don't know why I asked who you all picked. We all are going to pick Oklahoma right. in this game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this game's not going to be close. Right. Texas Tech, there have been times when they uh, had really good teams and uh, this could have been a game. This is not one of those times. And yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to be uh, – he's totally a leading Heisman contender along with Tua and uh, the quarterback at Clemson. And and all of a sudden Joe Burrow coming up too. I just want to say we'll get to LSU in a while, but I am not sold on Joe Burrow. You're not. That, that's no. fearless, Mark. No, I'm not. I'm, I like, I'm I like not buying it. into the hype. I believe when he faces a really good defense, we're going to see the old Joe Burrow. I'm just not buying Interesting. it. Interesting. So, I have taken that hype to the counter and paid for it. I know. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I, I will say this. I, I don't mean to badmouth him. I applaud him. He's done great so far. He has. He's going to be the Leonard Fournette of LSU. This there you year. go. Leonard Fournette, That's, you remember. Those are words from LSU fans In classes I teach, by the way, uh, that I always talk about this wonderful story Wright Thompson wrote for ESPN Magazine on Leonard Fournette back when he was the huge runaway favorite for the Heisman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's one of the greatest stories I've ever uh, read. And anybody listening to this, go Google, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette, Wright Thompson, ESPN Magazine, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's just a, it's a model of a great magazine feature writing story but uh, but it was you know we all know what happened to Fournette he came to Tuscaloosa and his Heisman campaign ended immediately, and the uh, other guy, Derrick Henry, across the field from him. Uh, perhaps his, you've heard of him. Perhaps you've all heard of him. Derrick Henry, uh, ever heard of him? Uh, but people forget, Fournette was the runaway Heisman favorite coming into that game, and Henry just took it. The Bama's defense took it away from Fournette, and, uh, and Henry took it away from him as well on the offensive side. So we'll see. I don't well, know. I mean, Famous as much as I word. love Joe I, I, or think he's good, I, I would love for that to happen. Don't get me wrong. That would be fantastic if he comes in here and things change. Yeah. All right, what do we have next? Northwestern at Wisconsin? Yeah. I am right. going to once again go where the cheese goes. I'm telling you, it served me well last week. Where there is cheese, I am. And so I'm headed to Wisconsin again. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, after Wisconsin's performance last week, mm-hmm. I can't pick anything else. I'm doing Wisconsin, too. They look really good this year. Yeah, I mean, this is a legit Wisconsin I, team. I think Wisconsin is going to win the Big Ten. That's that. That's my fearless pick of the, oh, uh, of the of, season. Of the, of the season. Yeah, Wisconsin. Well, out there maybe not that fearless. They're really good. But <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they're going to beat Northwestern for sure. Next, right. uh, we got BYU at Toledo. Um, guys, I'm going with Toledo. This game is an early game, which essentially for BYU, because they're traveling, makes it a – like 10 o'clock game, I think that's going to not be good for them. So I'm picking Toledo. I'm going with the Cougars. I think BYU, they've won a couple uh, tough games um, this year in overtime, and they are battle-tested. And honestly, I just don't know much about Toledo. I'm going Toledo because uh, they got a great running game. They got a great quarterback who can run, who got something like I don't know how many yards running last time. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think BYU, BYU's kind of been up and down a little bit this year. They do have a good team. Uh, but, uh, but hey, remember uh, when Adam was on the show, we always talked about the Rockets, you know. It's one of the greatest names of a – one of the greatest mascots, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm launching with the Rockets on this one to beat BYU. Yep. I'm going to go with uh, BYU on this one, actually, um, mostly because – I have no reasoning behind this. I want BYU to win. That's it. There we go. That's yeah, okay. Trust a lot There's of our, no, a lot of our picks are that way. We just Toledo want to root may, for who we want to root for yeah. and not pick against I was like, Toledo may have a good offense, but 
defense wins football, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what they say. There we go. They used to, anyway. Yeah. 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 All right, we got Texas A&M at Arkansas, a little SEC West matchup. I'm going to go ahead and just probably speak for the group here and say Texas A&M wins. Yep. Yeah. Kelsey, do you have anything different? Uh, not at all. As an Ole Miss fan, I love to see when Arkansas does worse than us. I love so. how much Ole Miss fans hate Arkansas. Yeah. It cracks me up. We love, refreshing. We love yeah. when they do worse than us. That's, that's so yeah. funny. It's that's not great. necessarily hate. Yeah, once you cross that bridge and, and uh, you know, the, the well, I'm, I'm thinking of Memphis, in, in, right. actually, but not in no, Mississippi. They're still, they're but still close. Very close, very close to Oxford anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. But, hey, uh, yeah, I'm, t- I'm picking Texas A&M. This, Arkansas is a bad football team. They're not year. good. They it's are not good. It's painful. I mean, last week, yeah. you know, they uh, who did they lose to? They brought in a, a, a team they had to pay nearly $2 million and lost the game. So, yeah. Uh, you know, they're not very – oh, San Jose State. That's, That's right. right. That's they're not good. Arkansas's not good at football. This is going to be a blowout. <laughs> right. Um, we have Kansas at TCU. Uh, Les Miles and his bunch going into uh, Dallas. I'm going to go ahead and just pick TCU. Yeah, me too. It hasn't mattered so far, but Kansas doesn't seem to have any pass rush going on. And I – then they play with Mississippi State, wasn't it Mississippi State? And they got kind of thwacked on the ground last mm-hmm. week with the yardage. So I, I'm going to stick with TCU as well. I'm going to choose TCU for a strange reason. I like their mascot. The Horned Frog. They nice. <laughs> can get away with having an amphibian mascot. Right. No doubt. Uh, no. I love it. And that's a good reason. I think go for it. That's good. It is a good mascot. And, uh, you know, I'm going with a TCU too. And okay. I think the I think the Frog's as good a reason as any. I do. But uh, but I think TCU will win this game. Kansas is uh, better than they were with Les Miles uh, as coach this year. Not not much. It's not hard to get that much better. <laughs> no, <laughs> they right. as bad it's as a pretty they low bar at this point. Um, but, uh, but I, yeah, I will say Les has done – um, some decent things there. At least they're talking about the Kansas football program, right? Which is different than they've done in the past. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out over recruiting in the next couple of years with a uh, with a less. Well, next we got. I think is a. I think this it's is a, a tough game. pick. USC mm-hmm. at Washington. Uh, so who who y'all got? I'm going with Washington. I just hate USC. And also, I think they'll lose. <laughs> I do think it'll be close, but I don't. I'm not a USC fan for many reasons that I'm going to save right now. But Washington's going to win this one. I'm going with Washington there because they're at home, um, and that's that's really it. USC. Um, I think they're better than people expected them to be this year, but right. Washington's at home, uh, and they're just a little bit better team. Yep. I'm going to go against the curve here and go with USC. Um, I like to see someone upset someone else at home. So let's see if it happens. I, uh, I I want to go with USC too because I it's, it's it is you know Andrew you're right they are they are better they they're better than expected in some ways they lost their quarterback in the first game of the year but it has not mattered much you know they had a big win over Utah which was an upset win so. Uh, I think uh, USC could win this, but I, but because it is at uh, uh, in Seattle, I'm going to go with the Huskies on this one. But I, Chelsea, I was I was close to picking USC, but I got to go with the home team, and I say it every time we talk about Washington. But I love that stadium. I've been there, and it's just a wonderful setting for college football, right well, off the water. And uh, really want to go there. That's that's one of my bucket list stadiums to go to because yeah. of how how highly you talk about they it. They have the boats like the Vols, do, yeah. You know, come right up, off the, except right off the that I, you know they generally allow 
allow them to go out of the stadium at halftime. Oh, really? Go onto the boats wow. and ride because it's that close. It's literally it's a little closer. Wow. Uh, although the Vols, that's not that far. The Vol, what do they call no, it? The Vol Navy be, or yeah, something? Yeah, it would be, it would be a little bit for, to walk across the yeah. stadium to the across the street. This one's, but this one's closer. And, that's uh, awesome. It's really it's a neat setting and it's the also a beautiful campus. Say, our boats are closer than yours. Yeah. So you know, I think <laughs> if they ever play yeah. the Vols. So I, I'm, actually, we should just start picking winners based on the campus and how. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay, well then, we know who's beating Alabama this week. Oh, well, there we go. All right. We're going to get into that one. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right, good. And But we don't, you know, it's also, well, we'll get into this. Okay. We've got to talk about tailgating, yep. too. Who's better at tailgating? And I know Ole Miss with the Grove. We got They got some serious, uh, uh, you know, they got Bama gets serious competition in that regard. All right, Minnesota at Purdue. This is also a tough one, I think. I wish I had read George Brown's uh, weekly break- breakdown because oh. I know he talked about it. Oh. Um, I will read it this afternoon. But I I'm, I don't know what, what he said about it, but I'm going to go with Purdue. i got to go with my guy Jeff Brom. Um, Minnesota is probably a little bit better at this point, but Purdue's at home and they're going to sling the ball around. I'm going with Minnesota because I like the way they talk. Um, also, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> I do too. I like it. I just one upped your mascot reasoning. <laughs> just for the record, and yes, George, I took the time to look. Our friend, our colleague, George Brown, who is um, in Minnesota with the Golden Gophers, his email to us was 928 words. His second email was 372, and that is without the email signature. He writes us novels, and oh, I really appreciate them. Like, I appreciate yeah. them so much that I did a word count on it just to see how long these things are. But um, yeah, he's really into it, and his intel is very helpful for me. But I'm just. I like the way they talk. Nick, there we go. Um, not for the accents, but I'm also picking Minnesota. Um, once for the same reason as that, I like to see an upset at home. Um, I think they're a good team, and I think it'll be a good game. Uh, they probably are not going to win, but I'd like to see them try. I'm going with uh, Minnesota in this one. I think they're generally the stronger team. Um, so I got to go. I'm going with the Gophers on this. So uh, so I'm the only one that's going with Purdue. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. You guys are going to look stupid. I know. Well, <laughs> I, know. I know. We'll see. We'll see. Our anyway. coming here next week like he did this week. We'll right. see. Yeah. I was like, I'm an old Miss fan. I'm going to look silly this week. Right. Oh. Okay. We got, uh, we got Clemson at North Carolina. Is Clemson ever going to play anybody, by the way? I've Although, people say that about Alabama as well. I know, I'm I know. Real, I was about know. to but say, I, Bama's getting the same thing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, they're not. <laughs> the answer is they're going to win by a lot. Yeah, I think we're all picking Clemson all the way around. I mean, is anybody bold Chelsea, enough to pick North Carolina? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea's like, don't be ridiculous. Most bold <laughs> thing I'll say is North Carolina might be able to score in the first quarter. There you go. That's there true. We go. Yeah. It's possible. It's yeah. possible. All right, uh, we're gonna we've got another segment coming up to to finish all the games, but let's get in uh, one or two more here. We've got it. We're gonna skip over Alabama and Ole Miss at two thirty out at Bryant Denny today, but uh, but we got uh, Virginia, oh, Virginia and Notre Dame. And Notre Dame. Yeah. That's a pretty good game. I think Notre Dame's going to win. They proved last week that they're, um, I think, a very good football team against uh, Georgia. Um, coming off that game, they're going to have a bit of a hangover, and Virginia is no, they're 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 no uh, pushover. So I think it's actually going to be a close one, but Notre Dame wins. 
hang over around with Andrew. Football and beer, that's why I'm here. Um, I'm going with Notre Dame <laughs> for sure. That is not mine. I stole that from Letterkenny. That's funny. But I love it. Um, I'm going with, I have to go with Notre Dame too. It's not for um, the reason that my sister went there and I have family ties, but I think Notre Dame has to win this game, uh, especially after their week with Georgia. Um, a rough game against an SEC team is one thing. A rough game against Virginia is another. If they want to go far this season, they have mm. to win this. No doubt. Yeah, I'm picking the Irish, too. Although this could be a, kind of a trap game for them because they did come out. That was a huge game with Georgia. It was hyped up like crazy. Notre Dame did play well. Uh, I was pulling for them to win. Uh, but uh, Virginia's unbeaten uh, so far, but yeah. they are they are playing in South Bend. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's go gonna with uh, Notre Dame. I think they're the better team overall. So uh, we'll do that. All right. Iowa State at Baylor. Does anybody care about this game, really? Nope. Uh, yeah. Cyclones. Yep. Same. Really don't know a lot about Baylor. Not gonna lie. I'm, I, yeah. I'm not. Too Iowa well State. The only thing I know about Baylor football is are negative things. Yeah. So well, you know, I've, as we talk about every week, I, I've lived in Des Moines for a while with Traditional Home Magazine. So I, but I was a Hawkeye person there. Uh, I, I wasn't Iowa State. You're an anti So Yeah, I got no love for Iowa State. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm, uh, but I am going to pick them because I think they're the better team. And uh, but this is the kind of game Iowa State can just go in and lose. I mean, they're they. You know, they're kind of a – they're not that consistent. Right. I seriously don't even know Baylor's mascot. What is it, you guys? I can't it's remember. It's a bear. Bear. It's a bear. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's lame. Like yep. a bear. <laughs> it's a bear. So, you know, but uh, the Baylor Bears. Right. And they got – I think they got a new stadium. Well, actually, the stadium's been open a couple of years, hasn't it? Baylor got a new stadium and uh, – I think they decided to do that stadium back when they had all those winning, huge winning teams. Remember, they used yep. to score like 70 points a game, but those days are kind of With over. With RG3 in that bunch. Yeah, kind of over for them. So, uh, anyway. Well, look, let's uh, tell you what. Let's we got other games to get to, and we're going to talk about Bama Ole Miss here in just a while. So, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back to talk some more football. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. This is Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 FM with Mark, Andrew, and Meredith. Skybox on 90.7 WVUA, the capstone. We are so happy to have uh, Chelsea Skinner with us today from UA Rec, uh, and we are in the middle of our fearless picks for the day. Up next is Mississippi State at Auburn. I'm looking forward to this, although I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> I feel like Auburn's going to put it away fairly easily. What about you guys? I think it's time we start giving Auburn a little credit. We are the first radio show to kind of um, talk about the wheels on the Gus bus falling off. Um, <laughs> but are. this year they have proven that that has, has not happened yet, and it looks like it's not going to happen. Uh, it is a little early, though, but they've played some, they've played some really good football. Um, and I don't see why they, they don't take care of Mississippi State I- this weekend. You know what? You mentioned the Gus Bus. Is I think that's the first time this year we've talked about the Gus Bus, yeah. which says they're doing better. Yeah, right. normally, yeah that's a good point. Usually, it's week, we, week usually when they're bad, we talk about the Gus Bus and those wheels coming off. So, uh, you know, I hope the wheels fall completely off. I hope it's uh, unexpectedly <laughs> uh, has a roadside problem and that the bus, you know, that, that rickety old bus uh, doesn't make it. But right now, Gus has got the tires on pretty good. That's it's got right. the air pressure running pretty well. And, uh, that's right. And it is a good football team, but I think this is a game that uh, 
Auburn can also come up and lose a game like this sometimes, uh, but they got a solid team. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 going with Auburn in this game. You know, I always pick a I pick excuse me I always pick Auburn unless they're playing us. I get a lot of hate for that, a lot. But I am an all SEC all the time kind of girl. Keep it in the state, keep it in the conference, yep. and it's upsetting when people. Can't see my side. Just come on over to my side, everybody. Yep, there we <laughs> I know go. it's hard to root for Auburn, but I'd rather I'd rather root for them this time. Keep it in the state. Yep. All right. Next up, we got Kansas State. Oh, oh, oh I'm Chelsea, sorry, Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm so sorry. No. I apologize. You're fine. It's okay. Um, as an old Muslim, I usually hate on state, um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm actually going to choose Mississippi State here for this. That's a fearless pick. Uh, as a, a fearless very pick. fearless pick, uh, I do think Auburn's probably a better team um, this year, but I the dogs have been doing pretty good, and uh, for the same reason, you keep it in state. I'm going to keep it in Mississippi, and uh, let's see how they're going to do it. Respect. I yeah, that's great. For sure. I'm right. sorry, Chelsea. Right. I didn't mean that. No, you're fine. I was just so excited about um, Kansas State and Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The marquee game we've been waiting for. <laughs> ESPN yeah. Plus. It's finally oh, yeah. here. That's the big one. That's the big one. <laughs> yes. Good one. Yeah. All the states. Kansas State and Oklahoma State. I'm going with Oklahoma State. Um, Andrew, what about you? I'm also going with Oklahoma State. They got a little more firepower, and I think the mullet's going to power them through. <laughs> <laughs> the mullet, I love it. Yep. I got to go with the mullet on this one, too. I believe uh, he's got the better team. Uh, Kansas State, though, is a pretty good football team. They always are, and they've yeah. won a couple of big games this year. So, uh, But it's, a, it's at Oklahoma State, and I'm going with the Cowboys, Cowpokes, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> Um, I'm going with Kansas State. I right. like when someone comes in and upsets someone at home. I think it's a more exciting game. Um, I think if they do win, though, it'll be close. There you go. All right. Um, next up, we have a little Pac-12 action. Um, Stanford at Oregon State. Who who we have in that one? You know, I this is not Stanford's year. You know, they are not that good at football this mm-hmm. year. They normally are really good at football. Uh, Oregon State's never good at football. Uh, but I'm I'm going Oregon State. That is I believe a this is the year oh, that Oregon State can and will beat coming. Stanford because they're home, and this is not that good of a Stanford team. I, I think they're like one and three right now. Yeah, anyway. I agree. Stanford's had a tough schedule, so I'm going with the with uh, the Cardinal. There we go. Right. So you are going I'm with going Stanford. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with the trees as well because <laughs> uh, Stanford. I've been looking for a reason to pick them all year, and I think I finally have one. There I just don't are. think they can do it against Oregon State. I'm going with Stanford. There you go, Chelsea. Good there pick. There we go. All right, we have a little uh, little Big Ten action I'm here. I'm excited about this um, yeah, I this I really am. I don't like these two teams. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, Ohio State at Nebraska. I don't either. Um, you know that, that place is gonna be rocking at Nebraska. Yep. Um, the Cornhuskers are gonna be uh, ready for for the Buckeyes. So who do y'all who do y'all think is gonna win? The corn will be rustling. Yeah. However. I feel like Ohio State's going to win this. Even my Nebraska friends think Ohio State's going to win this. I feel confident in this pick. I just don't think they can do it. I don't even know what a Buckeye is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Nebraska. Oh. Um, I know I, I've said a few times that I like the upstate upsets at home, but good. I, think, I think more I just, I'm not an Ohio State fan, so yeah. we're just going to go with Nebraska on that. All right. 
Well, I'd like to go to Nebraska. Uh, I don't think uh, Nebraska – I mean, Scott Frost is a good – he's going to be a good coach. I think Nebraska's problems are bigger than, than uh, you know, what some of the hype's been about them. Uh, Nebraska is kind of like Tennessee in my yep. mind. Nebraska was a big program uh, in the 60s, 70s. Uh, but bringing that program back against all the other great recruiting going on right now around the country, um, how's Nebraska going to fit into that? Scott Coach is, Scott Frost is a great coach. He did great at UCF. Uh, different, different league, different stakes, different uh, – I think he's going to have Nebraska as a contender, so to speak, down the road. Uh, they're going to get blown out in this game, I believe. I think I think Ohio State's really got a good, good football team, and I don't think this is going to be close in the end. Uh, but, hey, I've been wrong before yeah. many times. <laughs> I agree. I think Ohio State take care, takes care of business. They have been known to drop one and have a stinker every now and then, as uh, Adam Stair would like to, stay, but, like to say, but I think Ohio State's going to win this one. It's funny when Chelsea said she didn't know what a Buckeye was. I thought to myself, what the hey is a Buckeye? So I, I have a friend that used to make Buckeye candy who's yeah. an Ohio State fan. It's and it's, tree. I think it's, it's a tree. Yeah, it's a tree. Or something yeah. from and the tree. And I thought to myself, yeah. why is she making this candy? Well, the tree drops things that look like giant acorns, sort of. And the candy is like chocolate coating with peanut butter on the inside, and it's very good. So that is the kind of Buckeye I can get behind. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dessert it's a tree. kind. It's the <laughs> chocolate <laughs> Buckeyes. Only yeah, one. The dessert one. kind. Here we go. SEC East game of the week. Woo! We have Kentucky at <laughs> South Carolina. Meredith's excited yeah. about this. Meredith, uh, the talking Wildcats. talking about herself in third person. Yeah, the Wildcats <laughs> let us down last week. Do you, can they go into Sacramento and, and rally and pull out a W? I don't know, but I'm picking them anyway. I don't know. This game, kind of like similar to Kentucky-Florida, the, the past few years, Kentucky-Sacramento has always been a good one. Yep. And it's always been a barn burner. Ah, oh, gosh, I'm going to pick the Cats again. I shouldn't, but I'm going to. Excellent. I, uh, well, I, Chelsea, I don't, I'm not sure who you're going with. I can't – I picked Kentucky two weeks in a row. They've lost two weeks in a row. I can't <laughs> stay with them. Uh, I got to uh, – I'm going to – what is it about Kentucky in my picks? Western Kentucky. I, I don't know. Leave them alone. I know. I know. I, I, they just need to stay off the big board. So, I, I got to – we got to stop putting them on there. But I'm, I'm going South Carolina. I think they'll – they're at home. That's the only reason. I'm going with There you go. I'm going with South Carolina. They've had a lot of good almost wins and some good <laughs> – they've played well this season. Yeah. NC State of Florida State's up next. I'm going with Florida State. Anybody going to be bold enough to pick NC State? I will also go with Florida State. <laughs> Mark? I'm going Florida State. i got to go Florida State. Which is crazy That's after simple. they've struggled this year that we're all picking them. But here we are. I know, right? What a game. What a day. What a time to be alive. Huh. <laughs> next up, we've got um, Washington State at Utah. This oh. is a tough pick. This is a very, very – the yeah. spread is very close on this game. I agonized over this, but I'm going with Utah. They were some of my favorites early on the season before it even started back in week zero, and I'm going to stick with them. Yep. Chelsea. I'm going to – oh, Chelsea, go ahead. No, yeah. you're ahead. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with Utah as well, uh, mostly because I have no preference in this game. <laughs> uh, and so I'm just going to go with what you say. You have confidence. I'm going with you. Thank you. I'm going Utah also uh, because they're home. Uh, Washington State is capable of winning this game, but what happened to Washington State last weekend? Good grief. They fell they apart. A, they had a 32-point lead in the third quarter and lost the game. Incredible. UCLA. They lost it 67-63, to 63, something like that. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I think it'll. this will be – you won't see a score that high in this game. Uh, not 67 points for any team in this game. Utah's yeah. a solid team, so I'm going with them. I'm also going with the Utes. 
The Utes. All right. And uh, let's uh, let's get one more before we break here. UCLA at Arizona. And, uh, yeah, UCLA finally won a game. That one, <laughs> that 32-point come-from-behind win, which is incredible last week. Who, who y'all got? I'm going with the Wildcats. I'm going with Arizona. I think they're a better football team. Uh, UCLA coming off that hangover, they're going to be um, tired, even though they came back and won. And so Arizona's going to win. And they're at home. Yeah, I'm sticking with Arizona too. I'm I'm a home home team fa- home team fan this time. Sure. Uh, my fearless pick is UCLA. There so you I think are. they're going to show up and they're going to do something interesting. Chelsea with some fearless picks today. Yeah, this is tough for me. Might this well. is really tough for me, but I'm going UCLA too. Ooh. I'm going That's against good. my man Khalil wow. Tate, and I'm going UCLA wow. because I think suddenly they found a huge offense, and I think they're going to outscore them. I'm going to be under and say this is where you're going to look stupid next I week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's true. Arizona all the way. Um, I've I've already said that, but I just feel like you know I wanted to pick UCLA I really did it's a lovely campus so many things to like about it but no sticking with Arizona uh, we're gonna take a break and you are listening to Skybox on 90.7 the capstone hi this is Eli gold the voice of the Crimson Tide and I love 90.7 the capstone Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Uh, here in a little bit, we're going to kick off against uh, Ole Miss and uh, uh, Alabama Ole Miss. A very, very exciting day. Um, we talked about earlier in the show, Ole Miss has had a little bit of success in the past uh, five to six years against Alabama. Not the past two years, but um, it's always an exciting time to get an SEC West opponent in here. Uh, we've had Chelsea, we've had Chelsea Skinner in the in the in the show today, and she is a uh, Ole Miss grad. And so, Chelsea, what are your uh, what are you looking forward to this afternoon with the ball game? Um, so, not much to look forward to. Unfortunately, <laughs> Ole Miss has had a very rough season. I still love my team, uh, and I know that something that'll be exciting is we'll. Ole Miss may have two quarterbacks playing in this game, especially with uh, Coral getting hurt. Um, And so we'll see how that goes. Both these quarterbacks have very different play styles, so they'll be throwing and running, so maybe they'll be able to mix things up uh, so we don't have too bad a blowout. Uh, Saban's not one to like to crush teams, so at least he won't crush my spirits too much uh, today. So we'll see. There'll be some interesting Alabama switch-ups, too, probably by the third quarter when the score gets a little lopsided. Uh, But you never know. Uh, Ole Miss, I love them to death, so we'll see if they can do something and switch some things up. Um, Not going to be unrealistic and say they'll win the game, but maybe it'll be closer and than I can hope for. I appreciate that team loyalty. Somebody who says, they're not going to win, but I love my team. That's fantastic. You know, I think that's great. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I I think, uh, you know, Ole Miss, uh, as we talked about, they got a great history of football. It's a great uh, campus, uh, you know. We'll, we'll, with this beauty of the campus thing, we, <laughs> it is a beautiful campus. It is. We have a beautiful one here. Ole Miss has got a great campus. Uh, you had mentioned John Grisham earlier. I actually interviewed him on that little terrace and square books. Yeah. On the square there after uh, early when I was at USA Today, and I think his second book, The Pelican Brief, was just coming out, oh, man, and I interviewed him out there right book. on that yeah. little. Uh, Terrace, uh, really cool. It's such a great town and a great campus. Here's my dirty little secret, y'all. One of many you'll discover over the course of these shows. (laughs) 
I've never been to Ole Miss. Oh, wow. I've never, yeah, how is that possible? Yeah. You guys, I'm from Alabama. I went to school here. I've worked. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I need to get there and it's get three there hours now. away. It's, oh, yeah. I don't know how it's possible. I, I don't. I've been to Starkville, but in Mississippi State, never. I don't know what's what is wrong with me. Uh, um, no, that's yeah. You, you would love it, Meredith. I, I mean, need to that's, go check that's, it out. Yeah, such a great, great place and great tailgating, too, before the game on the grill. Oh, yeah, you were talking that. about that. And I hear people, yeah. you know, I see it on television and I, I need to go check it out because I mean, I think we have great tailgating, but I like mm -hmm. to experience other, especially SEC schools who do it right, right. with the tailgating, for sure. True. I've been to a few SEC tailgates, and I will say, begrudgingly, uh, I do really, really enjoy the Alabama tailgate. Um, oh, and that well having come from Ole Miss, uh, this is something I'm willing to settle for. It's great. <laughs> it's uh, another great settle environment for. here. It's just uh, settling for tailgating. I love right. it. <laughs> um, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, that's a great um, put down. I <laughs> No, you're complimenting. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's it's, it's the only kind of compliment I can give you today. Wait until this game's over, and then I can talk nicely about Alabama. <laughs> I feel like our players are going to have plenty of time to play rock, paper, scissors this time. Right, right, right. <laughs> Did y'all right. follow the rock, paper, scissors saga? Yeah, um, and Saban said yesterday he didn't know anything about it, right? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. it was fun to watch, though. Yeah. And the strategy, you know, Henry Ruggs always picking paper. That's, yeah, let's think that's about a that. Let's move. break that down. That's <laughs> a wild <laughs> move. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Henry Ruggs, oh my, he's having a great season. He is. He is he's, so he's fast. Been exciting to watch. Good grief, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm really, this might sound crazy, I'm really excited to watch um, really Alabama play a, a, a team of a different caliber. No, no offense, Chelsea, and to Ole Miss, but um, I'm really, like I said, I'm really excited to watch Alabama be uh, really strained a little bit against a team that can really, really play. Um, and that might not happen till LSU, it might not happen till Auburn. We'll see how the rest of the season shakes out. But but those guys are going to have to come in in a big way, and I'm honestly I'm looking forward to it. Well, what what kind of score? What's your score prediction uh, today? I am going with a uh, 45 to 10 score today. Oh, I'm uh, going 45 nine today. You were ooh, almost exactly nine. the same. I'm counting on them just field goals all the way. You know. Yep. Oh, I have to say a <laughs> score. Um, <laughs> I know it's hard if you think your team's going to lose. It's hard to give you a can score. Think I don't about know if I would. Mark could give his score first if you need. To well, you know, it. I will give my score if while Chelsea's thinking this through because you know, the stakes for you are higher <laughs> than for me on this. Sort of put her on the spot. But I believe that you know Chelsea made a great point about uh, Saban doesn't like to run up the score, and that's really true. And it's why anybody betting on Alabama football shouldn't be doing that because uh, these point spreads. Um, Saban's not about any point spread, and he's going to play everybody. But I think Alabama's offense is so good. And, Chelsea, I don't mean this as a knock at Ole Miss. I think it's going to be 62 to 10. Whoa. Oh. I, think, I think they're going to. And the reason I think Man. that is because the Harsh. the the offensive uh, second, third teams are so good this year. This every, I mean, the first team's obviously fantastic. But Mac Jones can throw the ball. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, if, yeah. If the, the thing is, they will let Mac throw the ball. When to his brother comes in Toledo, they may not let him throw the ball by that time in the game. Um that sounds so arrogant about this. I'm so sorry. I don't mean this. This ridiculous. is the most unfair thing ever in the eyes when you're I'm saying so it. Sorry. Isn't that terrible? I mean, you know, I'll probably, you know, karma will be that Ole Miss will upset Bama. Uh, but no, I think Bama wins this one big. And I think this is one of those years where Bama's going to just uh, own the stadium and it's at home and that's it. But 
I almost hope, and I probably will be, wrong uh, in terms of the score. I mean, I hope you're right. No offense, Chelsea. We love you, clearly, but I hope you're right. Right, right. right. you're outnumbered like at, at this and, table. And, and, right. I'm outnumbered in this state. Right, We're fine. Right. And I hope you're right. Under the pretense that Chelsea operate, which is true, that like I don't think he would intentionally run up a score. I hope you're right. Like I need to see us. I said this last week. I haven't seen our confidence where I want it to be. I need to see us be that good naturally yeah. and not struggling at all for that kind of thing. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, Do you want well, to hear my real score or my dream score? Uh, either both. Very different. Both, both. Um, 23-22, Ole Miss upset. All right. Uh, but okay. realistically, I don't think Ole Miss is actually going to get a touchdown on the board. I think it's probably going to be something along the lines of like a 30-something to three. I think okay. we're going to get field goals. Um, but in my okay. heart of hearts, I'm going to say it's going to be an upset. Ole Miss okay. going to win. Right. That. I mean, if there has to be a fearless pick, it needs to be that from you, you know? Right. Yeah, that's okay. true, and that's that's the way to do this. And, uh, and you know, you never know. Ole Miss has improved. You know, I actually picked them against California last week, and they yep. almost beat them. They, there was that <laughs> controversial play at the end where they I thought remember. they'd score the touchdown and they didn't review it and all where that. Where I so. think they did, so. <laughs> yeah, so they did. Huh? I'm was, glad I'm, they did. I'm, that's I'm, what I say about Joe Namath and right. the 65 Orange Ball. Right. That was, <laughs> he scored, right. yeah. you know. That was for the 64 season, but it's right. I'm that glad Chelsea hasn't been here the whole time to hear me hate on Ole Miss. All, all, I mean, <laughs> not hate on, just I, I don't think they've been very good. And I, I said in the first week, I think they're going to be at the bottom of the pile. So we'll see. There you go. Um, Chelsea, thank you for joining us here in the Skybox yeah, today. Uh, thank you to our listeners for uh, listening and uh, supporting the show. We will be back next week with another edition of the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll tide.